You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Well, all right, all right, all right. Similar conditions to yesterday, hey? Zero centimeters on the snow ruler overnight because it's been raining at upper elevations and it's been breezy too. Boy, 100k winds in the high alpine where it's just minus one at the peaks of Whistler and Blackcomb. And then, oh yeah, well above zero at other elevations, looking at three degrees, in fact, above zero at Pig Alley and Catskinner, like weather plots, looking at about 1600 meters minus uh, plus two at the rendezvous and roundhouse as well shnikes yeah really high winds for the past few hours too so understandably i think uh yeah the lifts in the hill is going to be quiet today for for locals anyway but uh yeah those high winds did you ski yesterday well uh i went to check it out you don't know until you go and oh boy it was sticky right at the top uh low visibility as well in the peak there the best kind of skiing was in that visibility kind of band or in fact on the ski out you know some slushy skiing there but definitely some uh, some stick out on the snowpack there in certain areas, you know, where you feel like you're going over the handlebars. Well, that's March spring skiing for you sometimes, but yeah, high freezing level right now, which is kind of, uh, due to stick around where you stick, um, <laughs> due to stick around through to tomorrow, uh, mild temperatures and then some cooler temperatures Wednesday. So tomorrow night, Thursday with some sunshine, potentially Thursday, Friday. So people thinking those cooler temperatures might dry out the snowpack a bit, but it's going to be mild again, even, uh, come Sunday. Yeah. Or in fact, even before then we're looking for some milder temperatures. Saturday is going to be pretty mild with just a few centimeters forecast in the morning at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, Exactly. So slightly cooler temperatures Thursday, Friday, and then more warm temperatures, a high freezing level of like even 2,100 meters. Yeah, pretty much mountain top on Sunday at this point. Yikes. So, hmm, uh, have at her. <laughs> I'm not rushing up today, that's for sure. But a couple of uh, things, well, operation updates for you. The Showcase T-Bar and Black Cream Glacier were actually closed yesterday, along with Lakeside Bowl and Ziggy's Meadow due to the avalanche hazard. And Sedan Kulwa was closed yesterday for event preparation. There must be event an event happening there today. But for our AVI advisory, yeah, with that closure of the, yeah, uh, non-opening, I should say of the Wissa T-Bar yesterday, we do have a moderate, so that means, yeah, heightened avalanche conditions on specific terrain features, a, a level two danger rating across all elevations. So small avalanches in specific areas or large avalanches in isolated areas. So with these elevated freezing levels, that does mean that wet, loose avalanches and natural cornice falls are likely to continue. So be very much aware of that for any travel. Not that I think you're going to be going out for any schmoo in the backcountry uh, given or yeah the conditions anyway but that's all the uh, of course the danger yeah what a lackluster uh, ski day <laughs> ahead of us oh well it is what it is but you know what the uh, avalanche canada website did release yesterday it was actually the top five reasons for people that uh, not posting to the min the mountain information network you know people thinking they don't know enough or that nothing happened or that they don't want to blow up the spot or 
they don't, uh, people don't want people to judge them and uh, conditions are good. Why should I share that too? You know, people reporting on when conditions are good. So there's a nice little bit of information there from an article they published yesterday. And well, for Valley Weather today, we're going to, well, yesterday we saw a temperature of 7.5 degrees in the valley. We had like four mils of rain. Today, sunrise is at 7.08. Sunset is at, well, half past seven. But we're going to have a high of potentially nine degrees today. So periods of rain starting this morning. And there's a few fog patches on the webcams, particularly in Pemberton. And that's due to dissipate this morning. We're going to have a pretty uh, clear night, clearing for tomorrow. So due some sunshine, but looking at, well, potentially this afternoon, it clearing as well on the mountain. So uh, yeah, variable visibility today until that really happens this afternoon. I didn't mention, did I? But there are 40 runs groomed on Whistler today, by the way, with Dave Murray to Token being run of the day, upper Dave Murray anyway, and then Ridge Runner uh, run of the day out of a potential 46 on Blackcomb. But yeah, in the valley, due for that weather to clear and then actually a low of about minus two coming into dawn tomorrow. Yeah. Uh-huh. And a high seven forecast. So nothing major to report for road conditions, which is super great. Still no update on the ongoing transit strike and a resolution or on negotiations there. Nothing yet. Hmm. But an article from the peak from yesterday that's really exciting. It's actually about the Squamish Lillooet Cultural Center, along with the Whistler Community Service Society, each receiving funds through the Heritage BC's $10 million, 100 50 time immemorial grant program intended to raise cultural awareness, educate people about BC's colonial past and its ongoing impacts and advance reconciliation and promote inclusivity and diversity as a foundational aspect of BC's future. That's from the nonprofit's release. In fact, the SLC has been awarded just over $32,000 for its upcoming exhibition, Ancient Medicines from Feast to Famine to Freedom. And uh, the WCC received $24,000 as well to develop a curriculum that will actually be developed by the SLCC staff and nation leaders as well. Yeah, for training workshops. So super uh, cool news from uh, from those two uh, organizations in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, it being a Wednesday, how's your head feeling after the return of Swedish Afterski, which in its new location at the Longhorn, it was actually the 120th edition yesterday. I saw some uh, revelers <laughs> before dinner last night that, oh, you know, uh, yeah, needed to drink some water. That's for sure. Boy. So it looked like a hell of a time there yesterday. In fact, more, uh, yeah, music yesterday. I mean, that was with Red Chair yesterday and Stash, but you'll also had the Combat Dolphins live at Apre Apre yesterday as well. But uh, yeah, the return of Swedish after ski was a huge one for sure. And what is really cool online this morning, somebody was cleaning out their closet and found a trail map from 20 years ago. And people say, uh, then a person asking, you know, uh, Eliana, in fact, who remembers the orange chair? And I don't, I've only been in town for 11 years, but the orange chair must be, uh, yeah, I've seen obviously photos from the Wissam Museum and their flashbacks of that location. But anybody listening who remembers that chair and how it uh, used to be a great option, apparently, when the red chair lineup sucked? Mm, okay. Well, we'll see what that six-seater looks like for next winter at Red Chair, hey? But news from Walker 
that's right, Whistler's off-road cycling organization. Uh, they are going to be doing, well, they're looking for some trail builders, but they actually announced just last week that they've actually been awarded from the municipality 200 and f- just shy anyway of 250,000, call it $249,000 for trail maintenance for 2022. So if you want to get involved with trail maintenance and volunteering on those crews or be a part of the team, then uh, yeah, get after get after that. Uh, it's a, a really awesome uh, investment in trails and a massive asset for the tourism in this town as well. I agree with you, James Kalanach. Yeah. So yeah, a really, uh, really amazing. Uh, so get involved with Walker if you can. And also amazing is the fact that it was Ed's Bread three-year anniversary yesterday. So huge congrats to uh, such a beloved local spot. Man, your bread is just so good, guys. And your coffee, let alone everything else you, you've got going on there. So happy anniversary. Yeah. And happy birthday to Alison Mullins. It's Ali's birthday today. Uh, Girl, I hope you have a wonderful day. In fact, uh, track of the day today is for you. I'll get to that shortly. But yeah, wishing that rock star a wonderful birthday. Looking forward to seeing you soon. And let me give you some throwback facts, though, from Stinkies on the Stroll from your special day, March 23rd. Apparently, the uh, first elevator was installed in New York City. City uh, by Alicia Otis on this day uh, in 1857. Yeah, there you go. There's a fact for you. And apparently in 1957, the U.S. Army sold its last homing pigeons. Huh. Okay. Pretty cool. And a fact for regular Pulse listener Claire Goss here. Did you know that Celine Dion actually had her second U.S. number one on this day in 1996 with Because You Love Me? Oh, man, we love belting that one, don't we? Well, yeah, there you go. Bada bing. Number one in this day in 1996. So, short and sweet today. Let's give you a joke of the day, shall we? Love this one. Um, Where do boats go when they're sick? To the boat dock. Way. And track of the day today is, uh, well, a flashback track, because why not? It's actually uh, Fleetwood Mac's Dreams, which I believe is Alison Mullins, birthday girl, Alison Mullison's favorite song. So there we go. A little flashback for you, a little less electronica from me. Bada bing, bada boom. Happy Wednesday. The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.